Hello and welcome back to another fine, wonderful edition of The Movie Men. Once again, we are three rather than four movie men this week, but we've got a pretty stellar cast because Harry Anton's back. How are you, Harry? Great, Cal. Yeah. You just come off a like 15th double in a row at the pub. Excellent. Just really All creative juices have been squashed. I have nothing left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I want to do a podcast after a 15 hour shift. <laughs> no, it's like seventh in a row. Yeah. Good times. The, Working the only man in the country just devastated that the pubs have returned. <laughs> yeah. As I'm sitting there. And sitting opposite him on my computer screen, but hundreds of miles away, is Mark Stack. All right. Is that right? It's like 80. Yeah. yeah. yeah Yorkshire, hundreds. York, hundreds. Yeah, no, that's hundreds. That's like 250 miles from London, right? From Manchester. From where it is. No. Are you in, yeah. Where are you? I'm in Manchester. <laughs> I'm talking about how far away he is from you. Yeah, yeah. That's that, was, that was great content. 200 so miles or so. <laughs> we, like we, we bored a little bit from our geography podcast that we like to do in between. Yeah. If you yeah, have a There's some quality hills in between uh, uh, Manchester and Yorkshire. Have you seen those, those hills? <laughs> we talk a lot about Penons. erosion on the geography podcast. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's all good stuff. Uh, he's got a good couple of rocks. Cloud formations. It. Next week, we're going to do a real-time uh, watching of the erosion of the cliffs <laughs> and the sea, the tide lapping against We're going to do it on Instagram Live, so uh, everyone join in. I've spent the last 30 seconds, maybe a minute, trying to think of a link to the opening question from any of our conversations, but what, it's what, too what, uh, Oh, yeah, wait. Well, I've got a... Uh, my week's been good, Cal. I've got a new flatmate. <laughs> Uh, in. <laughs> he's called Scott. I actually have got your flatmate, and he's just the oh, best. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, you could have done is that. It, is it another cat? No, it's, it's not the cat, but it's um, the uh, a new chef who's starting that I was mates with like seven years ago. Well, he sounds like a great flatmate. <laughs> but um, given that tonight we are going to be talking about what we do in the shadows, which uh, spoiler alert is a film about vampires who all share a house together, we were wondering what is the best or worst flatmate you can think of from the world of film Harry I haven't seen you for a while so you can go what first. are the chances uh, Patrick Bateman I think would be a fun flatmate <laughs> <laughs> yes very good because he'd be to his face he'd actually keep, he'd actually be a really good flatmate until he murders you like he keeps himself to himself He's very clean. Very clean. He, very the bills clean. would just be, they just, he would just have a standing order and all the bills, would, there'd be no problem. Always and got attractive women around the place. Yeah, they'd be bringing yeah. them around. You could make them breakfast in the morning and stuff like Joey used to do with Chandler. But then, they, <laughs> they, wait, other way around. But then, but then they'd be like something that you're like, no, he's nice. He keeps himself to himself. We don't really click. There's something. Really click. Does he <laughs> have his uh, taste in music though? He him. loves Huey the Lewis the oh, News, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, uh, his taste music. in music isn't that good. And you would, you would accidentally like insult his music taste, and all of a sudden you hear your door creaking open at like three in the morning. <laughs> chainsaw. I just chainsaw you just go start. you just go to get like a glass of water in the middle of the night, and he's just naked with a chainsaw. <laughs> with a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. Socks on. Oh, hey, I mean, man. And you're like, okay. it's a good way to go. It's a good way to go. Fuck it. Excellent. Patrick Bateman for you, Harry Mark. I also went for a bad one. Um, Kevin McAllister. I think we've all got bad ones. Oh, yeah, Kevin McAllister. What a nightmare he'd be. (laughs) Booby traps everywhere. It'd be so frustrating. Fucking hell, Kevin. Why do you live with a 13 year old boy? (laughs) (laughs) No, he's he's not 13 anymore. He's uh, he's like Uh, our age. And and Um, even worse, 
he's in that band yeah, yeah, yeah. that like do pizza stuff I don't I can't yeah, even bother yeah. to explain what that means but I also thought of a good one I kept trying to think of bad ones and I thought of a, a bad one but then I was like oh no actually it'd be really good it would be um, Gatsby because it's too wild at, yeah. at times but that would be good if I was like in my 20s yeah but like, you'd be throwing a party 20s. every night and you'd be like fuck it's every sake, night Gatsby but then his hat but I was like no it's too much but then his house is so big that there's definitely a room you could get away mm. in up yeah. there yeah, so, some alone time, some early, time. Early twenties me would would be like, get me to Gatsby's. Mm. Mark, it's remarkable how much we've thought alike on this one because I haven't gone for Gatsby, but I've gone for something very similar. I was thinking ten years ago this guy would have been amazing to live with. <laughs> now, yeah. just not, Jordan Belfort, the Wolf nice. of Wall Street. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. Oh, I'm just going to go and um, take some vitamin tablets. And oh, that's just a load of quaaludes. <laughs> and it's just like naked Come midgets on. just lying all over your coke-ridden work surfaces trying to make a sandwich. I'm a 31-year-old man. I don't need this. Also, you don't probably be in jail. I wouldn't, and any time you try to have like a flat meeting or whatever, you're like, oh, just Jordan, this is getting a bit much. He just starts like shouting in your face or like screaming down a megaphone at you. So, yeah. I don't, no, he'd just I be mean, selling you on why his rent should be cheaper. Oh yeah, and then you wake up one morning and everything's being repossessed, and he's just taken out like nine mortgages in your name. <laughs> yeah, oh. that that is a good answer because that the opposite be of Patrick Bateman. We've all gone for like <laughs> businessmen. Mm. Yeah, true. Very rich people. <laughs> yeah, in reality, there's Why so don't, many. That's terrible. true. Re- re- very rich people means one. very rich people means we're going to have a nice house. Like, what yeah. are we, what are we doing? But at, but at what cost? The, oh, the, the best house in, in all time in a film is probably old school. I'd love to live in that house. I was ju- I was just thinking that. Yeah, that I was just about to say Frank the Tank. Like, how they had a really nice, they had a really nice vibe going on, didn't they? They were like and friends, like not too like like laddie. Yeah. <laughs> and, and how fun and would the, it be? The to- actual worst in a film is uh, when Renton moves to London in Train Spotting. Baby and Sick Boy just come down, <laughs> and he's like, "I go out to work all day." And- <laughs> Well, Begby and Sick Boy hang around my flat looking for stuff to sell. <laughs> How horrible would that be all day at work? Passport. Just thinking, oh, for fuck's sake, oh, those two boys so at my flat fucking it up. Picture the scene. Other fucking week there. Doing the fucking volley with Tommy playing pool. I'm playing like Paul fucking Newman, by the way. Giving a boy here the turn into a lifetime. I'm in a black and he's sitting in the corner looking all fucking biscuit earst. And this hard cunt comes out. Obviously fucking fancy themselves like. Start staring at me. Looking at me right fucking at me as if they say, come ahead, square go. Are you kidding me? I'm not the type of cunt that goes looking for fucking bother like, but uh, at the end of the day, I'm a cunt with a pool cue and he could have a fat end in his puss anytime he fucking wanted like. Right, so we've already mentioned it a little bit, but this week, totally free on Amazon Prime, I think it was, that we watched it on. It was, yeah. We watched What We Do in the Shadows from 2014. Uh, it was co-written and directed by Taika Watiti and Jermaine Clement from Flight of the Concords. Not both of them Flight of the Concords, just Jermaine mm-hmm. from Flight of the Concords. Uh, <laughs> and it's a mockumentary which follows a group of vampires living in a house share in Wellington, New Zealand. And the shifting group dynamics when a newly undead vampire called Nick and his human friend Stu <laughs> enter the mix. Here's a little bit of what we do in the shadows. It's been like this the whole time, Deacon on dishes and it still hasn't moved in five years. You're a cool guy, but you're not pulling your weight in the flat. Oh, I'm glad to hear that I'm cool. No, that's not the point though. Yeah, you're missing no, I the know. Point. Not that I know. Flat meeting about how cool you are. When you get three vampires in a flat, obviously there's going to be a lot of tension. 
Viago was an 18th century dandy. Look, a ghost cop. Vladislav is a bit of a pervert. This is my torture chamber. Deacon's like the young bad boy of the group. I'm supposed to pay rent, but I don't. So uh, this one was actually recommended by me. Uh, this is another classic. I have never seen it, but heard good things. And I really enjoyed Jojo Rabbit, which came mm. out like a few months ago, which was also directed by Taika Waititi. And also you got a lot of Flight of the Concords. So I thought, put them together, police, carps, police cops. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd, I'm still like pretty muddled in my mind about this film. I, on the one hand, I th- thought really good concept some really funny moments but I was like is it, was it all a bit like over cheesy or was it actually really good so yeah. I reckon I'm going to I'm going to go with Harry to begin here and see what you thought about it I'm interested I didn't the second time for seeing it it like didn't like catch fire in like a way that I wanted it to and like I didn't laugh out loud enough it's weird that Taiki has kind of developed he's got he's always he's He's always had that humour, and that humour was really apparent. Add that to the list of names Harry can't pronounce. <laughs> Taiki, Taiki, Taika, Taika Waititi, Taiki, whatever. They, um, they. So he's always had that comedy, but what he seems to have built is like more of a heart and more of a soul and more of like, um, like human emotion as it keeps going on. So there wasn't enough of that in this film. <coughs> it was just more like a lot of jokes about the vampire thing, and I needed something more to hold on to. I think. I thought Jojo Rabbit merged the two. I think it it had it had it's his own genre. So he was I think he was developing a genre, and I think he's invented it. It's like like sitcom drama film, crazy spoof with heart, basically. Yeah, yeah, that's basically what he does. So this was like this is like the first. This was really obvious to me that he was still working out his style. I can't believe that you didn't laugh out loud that much. Though. <laughs> some I laughed quite moments. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the vampires are so well observed and the, <laughs> the, the situations he puts them into. The one that was brilliant. the Nosferatu guy that was, yeah. um, is it uh, Paul? Fucking amazing. Amazing. Peter, Every time he wakes him up. Yeah, was it Paul his name? And they were no, chasing Peter, him out. Peter. Oh, Peter, that was it. They were waking him. They were chasing the guy out. And he was like, oh, oh, Pete's got him. Pete's got Peter's him. Gone. Oh, shit. Pete's got him. But <laughs> yeah. he, that character's amazing because Yeah, when well, he just wakes just him so up creepy. the first time. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I bought you a chicken. It chicken. is amazing. I um, love the, uh, the Jermaine... Uh, from yeah, his character. When he was like, "You stay the age you died," which is why um, I'm 16. The, the fact that he caught that he was 16 just was <laughs> such a funny time, detail to me. The first just time you see him, me. and he opens the door, and he's having an orgy on the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, on the ceiling. <laughs> it was, it was, there was really good ideas. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't love the whole thing. Descri- yeah, the, the, I love like the dynamic between the different vampires as well. I like yeah, the different yeah. ages, and they're like. You know, Vlad's a bit old school. You know, he doesn't he doesn't quite get it, and yeah. he's like, "We should get some slaves." Yeah, we should get some slaves. When he, <laughs> when he says we should get some slaves, I yeah, that was was almost ending. crying. It was so funny because he was so happy with himself. Wasn't he? Yeah, um, he like, he really he's just it. he from Flight of the Concords as well. He his delivery and stuff is yeah, just unbelievable. He's got so, one of those faces yeah. as well that's just like it's a bit it, like link- um, Ricky Gervais does with David Brent. Yeah, he just do like a look he and lingers, it just kills you. He lingers like, so Jermaine's well. Even, Jermaine's even, everything he says is, is funny it's because of his delivery. Funny. Because exactly. of how his face and his voice is. Don't even know what's going on. It's so good. I think if he I think if he wasn't in it, I probably wouldn't have um, liked it as much just because mm. I love that 
I love the way he is. I love the way he delivers. And without him, I would have been probably a bit bored. I didn't, I didn't really feel anything for um, Taika Waititi's character himself. Um, I know he's leading it through, and he's he's meant to have the heart, and he's meant to be like you know, it's almost a sh- not ashamed, but he feels bad that he's a vampire. He always but, kind of plays that campy kind of yeah, um, it was camp German role, thing. Always, <laughs> that's that's him. What's really interesting about the film is that like so much of it was improv. Like you probably mm. picked up on it, but they um, they wrote 150 pages of script and didn't show it to anyone involved in the film, so that everything could be kept spontaneous. And then the actors were just told to improv, and they it took a whole year to edit it down because like they had mm. so much stuff at the end. But that comes out. Do you think that worked doing it like that? Or at times, at times, I think I think it's a it's a great idea when you when you're doing a mockumentary because you you want it to have a bit of authenticity mm-hmm. um and that 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 can help with that sometimes i think for me it, it means the scenes are maybe a bit longer than they need to be because they don't really get to where they're, they're meant to um sometimes they're not as snappy as they need to be but also it brings out comedy that you that you probably wouldn't have written because it takes you know it take, might take five people in a scene to get there and sometimes that's just creativity that wouldn't happen if it was if it was just written itself yeah yeah um so there's there's pros and cons to it i think do you know what i think it was like <clears throat> it was a, a cool idea i didn't love it but there were some scenes that really made me laugh um and i loved the idea of them like climbing up walls and stuff that that was funny <laughs> because you could you know you could tell it wasn't the best it wasn't the, you know, the best effects because they didn't have a budget. But it, that really helped. That well, really helped how it looked. No, 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 it was cool the way it's lifted yeah. up. Yeah, it, it, it's, you know, it's just ropes that, that, like, and it's not CGI. Thing. You know, like yeah. because they're not because it's not CGI. You kind of even though it looks a bit weird, you kind of you believe it because it's happening in front of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this when was good. Like and like as bats. Yeah, and, and, the, yeah. <laughs> and when yeah, they're just stuck. Like when the police are in there and one of them's just on the roof and they're all just in one position, that that bit's <laughs> yeah, funny. Yeah. But for me, the funniest, I think, as as well as uh, Jermaine, the funniest were the, the werewolves. And the werewolves. Is it, is it yeah. Reece Darby? That's going to be my favourite bit. When is it Reece Darby, the, the actor? The guy that plays so, the manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's Reece Darby, right? He's amazing stand-up as well. He's so funny. He absolutely finishes me and he's great in all of that the fact that he didn't like any of the werewolves swearing and stuff just killed me I thought it was so funny do you want to do favourite scenes then yeah my, 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 I mind you one's going to be either the slaves thing that you said or when, <laughs> it's, but, I think it needed it when were like the house politics when, yeah that's really good he's like you haven't done the washing up for five years <laughs> and it just comes to the thing yes, just, the stuff just covered in blood <laughs> oh the plates of blood is so good but he eats a chip and vomits for like an hour, vomits blood for like an hour. That's, quite that's a great scene. <laughs> Harry, was, was that your, is that your one, Mark? Yeah, that's my one. I, well, I, think, no. I, think it, I think it needed the werewolves turning up. I think that's, I, when, I think when they did, that was, it, the film went like that. Because I think before then it was a bit. Mm. Yeah, I, think I, li- I like the werewolves. Me, I had a different one, uh, which I will say, but you just put me in mind of another, one of my, my other favourite scene was when it just cut to, Jackie just cleaning the bathroom. Yeah, I thought that she looks up. Looks so much blood. That's great. <laughs> blood everywhere. <laughs> but I think my favourite scene was when uh, Deacon just trying to comfort Nick after Stu's been <laughs> mauled by the werewolves. And he's like, hey, if I knew Stu like I did, that's the way he would have wanted to have gone. <laughs> Torn to shreds by a pack of werewolves. <laughs> that's so funny. We do need She's to talk got... about Stu, actually. Yeah, Stu, his... 
isn't yeah. an actor. Really? No. So Stu is the name. His real name is. <laughs> he's, he's called Stu Rutherford. Yeah, uh, he'd never been. He'd never played a primary acting role in a movie. Makes he was so an extra funny, yeah. in a film once, but he was. <laughs> this is this is great. He was a part-time business analyst for a Wellington company called Landworks. He was hired for the film under the impression that he would be working on computers and that he would play a small part in the film. And he ends up being like the most integral part of the plot. And the fact that he's like always has to explain that he works for like software systems is so funny because it's just so boring and everyone loves it. And no, no, I was going to say when he first flies back to the thing and just can't get in the window and and they're like telling him off because they don't want to draw attention to the house. He's like, you've got a film crew with you 24 7. It takes him so long describing how how it feels to turn into a vampire <laughs> yeah like, like, just, he's, like he's going off crack or heroin he's so like matter of fact he's like <laughs> he just he's really like hot and cold all the time <laughs> like, yeah just, you know and then suddenly you're like you know flying and then you're like, oh, up against the ceiling it's kind of weird and then he's I love how matter of fact he is about everything yeah I don't know if it's on purpose or not but there's so many nods to um, the office in this just in terms of like style at times like looks to camera things like that um, also um, I think they've just spinal that's what mockumentaries are now aren't they, they that's what I mean but they invented it, that style basically the office yeah, yeah I think everyone, Spinal, everyone, spinal everyone Tap did it. did it first obviously and Spinal Tap is just one, probably the funniest film of all time and then <laughs> yeah, and show. then The Office did it which is probably the funniest so it's a great way to do things but it is difficult so that's why I'll probably give it a bit of leeway because I think you can do that and it can be so bad yeah so there's definitely positives about it but as a, as a whole thing I mean I wouldn't watch it again I am good at three things fighting screwing and reading the news now I've already done one of those today so what's the other one gonna be huh We normally have three fast three furious in this spot uh, but Harry's been working so hard so we thought yeah. we'd give him a week off and just skip Good straight ahead to the news which is going to be hosted oh, shit, by yeah. Mark Stack so dun, 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 dun. Can anyone do the, the isn't like the ITV news theme something like uh, the most requested funeral song or something very bizarre <laughs> or it was at some stage and Now I think it's weird. like Chasing Cars by Oh, God. <laughs> annoyed the person who died is so average at chasing cars I remind you of <laughs> yeah, oh no I'll tell you what it is it's um, what's the one Faith Hill uh, what's that uh, wherever I am you're, there you'll be that one no I mean, that's a, good, that's a okay. classic is it, that's um, right. in Armageddon isn't it or is it in Pearl Harbor it's in one of them uh, oh that's um, it's in one of them Ben Affleck ones don't don't mix those two girl Good the best song, best no, song I think all, it's in Batman. Best song of all this time, is obviously, is in Conair. Oh, Leanne Rhymes. She did she mm. went off the radar. Yeah. She did. She did. She I'm probably made she like weird. fifty million that, that one that one album and then just sacked it. Imagine off. how annoyed you'd be, all musicians. There's a couple of musicians who work here and they're like, fuck you. This <laughs> you know, our, our industry just got gutted and no one yeah. gave a shit. It's impossible like, for Harry, is your pub just like creative industry people on the scrap heap it's just London (laughs) (laughs) so the first bit of news is about um, Taika Waititi so oh topical topical. he's um, (laughs) I I like when he does the topical one I like uh, when the news is topical well yeah but it's topical to the pod as well as to life Um, Taika Waititi is sick of homeschooling he's told us 
so um <laughs> I, I actually this is how um how news is still non-existent pretty much um for film so your news for the week in film is taking no, there's more there's more have they released is, 10? so um is that uh, yeah i think they have haven't they they're, okay. they're like rolling it out so um no he's what my is sick of homeschooling and i was like and it was like this little interview on bbc and i was like yeah i mean you're living in la it's you know don't don't moan about it and then he really isn't moaning about it what he's saying is he's got to do <laughs> what he's done is he's writing scripts for thor star wars and a new charlie and the chocolate factory at the same time he's know. also um if there's done... one thing we need it's another charlie and the chocolate factory i know i thought that uh, i was like I'm fucking really come excited. on the last one was so good <laughs> um he's also done this like um special readings of James and the Giant Peach yeah? and he's got like loads of cool people involved he's had like Chris Hemsworth oh, yeah, Eddie Redmayne Ruth Wilson he's in all of them even Camilla Parker Bowles for some reason um, but what he's done is he's done it and it's um, so like people with young kids will, will watch them and go through them and people are playing different characters but he's done it all for charity and made like over a million pounds so <laughs> it's pretty good so, he's like the Kiwi know, Joe Wicks imagine having to write Thor, Star Wars, and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, like at the same time. That would well, Thor's, Thor's fine because you can just repurpose another Marvel plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't have to do anything. You he was the anything. reason so that Marvel right. like changed their plots, basically. I mean, it's so, so also the writing. Yeah, actually, the, the plot you can you'd probably hang your hat on the exact Marvel plot. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. But the um, but the writing in Thor Ragnarok was brilliant, and a lot of yeah. that was improv. Actually, they t- they took the improv from What We Do in the Shadows and used it loads in. In thought, yeah, I think they need so, to bring Vlad the Poker into the Marvel <laughs> Cinematic Universe. Um, in other news, um, Dave Franco is set to play Vanilla Ice in a biopic. Dave Franco pisses me off. Sorry, then, but well, like a biopic of Vanilla Ice. Of Vanilla Ice, like that's how is that insane. a film? He's Who's watching shit? that? Who's watching that's that? That's weird, isn't it? That doesn't make sense. I was like, this, this can't, this can't be right. Also, isn't it? Wasn't he some like middle class guy from the suburbs who claimed yeah, he wasn't, and then he actually was? Yeah, and then and it could be obviously really ripped, ripped off a song. His most famous song is another song. Like, <laughs> yeah. He literally sure got Franco's, sued for it. Dave Franco's. I don't think anyone's ever existed more in the coattails of someone else than Dave Franco. <laughs> I also James Franco. Yeah, he's been in Hollywood now for fifteen years, or whatever. And like, remember that good film he did? Yeah, what did he's he in do? Um, Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's in the same part. He's got, he's got he's a, his character doesn't really do anything as well, to be honest. No, he that. never does anything. I, my, one of my ex-girlfriends used to fancy him. I've just hated him ever since that day. <laughs> You're such a jealous man. Um, last bit of news. <laughs> one of my one of my favourite actors who I haven't seen for a while. Can you guess who it is? Uh, um, I'm going to go with Edward Norton. Channing Tatum. No, come on, Harry. You should know this one. We, oh, Gail Garcia Bernal. Yay! Yeah, Gail yeah, Garcia Bernal. He's, um, he's set <laughs> to star in M. Night uh, Shyamalan's next movie, so God knows oh, what that's going to be about. There's um, never been more of a hit and miss man than M. Night Shyamalan. No, exactly. So I'm hoping it's a hit. He needs I love to just Gail, not have a twist. I love you know Gail I mean? Garcia Bernal. You know when you get like uh, typecast or genre cast or whatever? Yeah. He's like yeah. intentionally does it. He's like, yeah. you've got to live up to my hype. He's like, you know, you're writing it. You, you don't, don't have to write typecast it. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need the genre cast yourself. Just write something that doesn't have a mental twist. Yeah, because yeah, you can write a story, story. So just write a clever story. Like do it again. Um, but yeah, Gael Garcia. But now, um, oh, fucking hell, he's so good in so many things. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'm excited. Got fire in Hollywood for no reason. He's so for good. no reason because so talented. Motorcycle Diaries is just oh, insane. It's the best ever. 
insanely yeah. good. Um, Amores Peros, Itamama Tambien. It's so good I can't watch Amores Peros films. Amores Peros is on our list. Amores Peros is on the list because... Yeah, um, if we ever the, get there. Was, no, we'll get, oh, we'll get there. Nos contaron de unos compañeros que habían desaparecido en circunstancias misteriosas y que al parecer terminaron en alguna parte en el fondo del mar. Esa fue una de las noches más frías de mi vida. Pero conocerlos me hizo sentir más cerca de la especie humana. Well, no Ollie this week, but I have prepared a little something. Uh, and I, I am quite excited about this challenge for you guys. Mark might have a little bit of an edge here. I'm not going to lie to you. But we're going to play a quiz. And it's a quiz I like to call Fictional Vampire or Black Metal Band Member. <laughs> so you have to... Some of them you might recognise, some of them you might not. Excellent. Mark knows his way around the, the Norwegian black metal scene. Well, so I reckon I know. I reckon I know one or two of them that you're going to mention. Right, number one, Valak. <laughs> vampire. Harry's going vampire. Mark, where you going? I'm going to go opposite and go. Yeah, band member. You're going to go band member. Valak is the lead character in John Carpenter's Vampires. He is that. the first vampire, according Lovely. to that film. Is he, um, Very scary. Is Actually, John Carpenter's vampire is really good with James Woods. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's James Woods. James Woods. Who did James you say? Woods. I thought it was Keith Sutherland. Uh, no, that's uh, The Lost Boys. Mm. Uh, question number two. Euronymous. <laughs> Euronymous that's... is from a death metal, uh, black metal band. Mark's gone black metal, Harry? Yeah, black metal. Is he yes. from um, Cannibal Corpse? No, Euronymous is from Mayhem. Ah, oh, Mayhem. And he was murdered by... Yeah, uh, it was him that was murdered. Who may, who may appear later on in the list. <laughs> I know his name, so... <laughs> Why do you know about black metal? Why not? Oh, it was this whole thing at Sonosphere. It was, it was funny. Black yeah. metal. Um, so that was number two. Yeah. Number three, Eleazar. That's black metal. Vampire. Has to be a vampire. Harry's gone black metal. Mark's gone vampire. It is a vampire in the Twilight Saga. Eleazar. Oh, such it? a shit name. Yeah, I don't know what the camp. scores are at the moment. Is you it two one term? A writer sat down and was like, "What's a cool name for a vampire?" My little Eleazar. Number four, Kakistos. A Spanish vampire. That sounds Greek. It sounds Greek or yeah, like European. I think I had Tequistos last night. It was a wrap. <laughs> it's going to be a Greek vampire. Or a Romanian, I guess. Mark's gone Greek vampire, Harry. Falafel. Yeah, <laughs> Harry's gone falafel. Tequistos is, in fact, a vampire in Buffy. Ah. Mm. I knew that Buffy was going to come I out, think but... he's early in the third season. He's the guy who's got, like, cloven hooves and oh. comes with Mr. Trick. Mr. Trick's, like, his uh, right-hand man. Uh, number five. Shagrath. <laughs> that is 100% black metal Harry's got black metal right. yeah, yeah black metal you. he's in Dimu Borgir wow he loves what does that mean shit. Shagrath uh, sounds like the Shagrath. worst <laughs> there's a there's a there's an orc in Lord of the Rings called Shagrat oh my god uh, question number six Lestat yes. de Lioncourt vampire vampire Mark I'm going to just go the opposite just for the sake of it because uh, I don't know Band. Le Stade de, Ly- de Lyoncourt, I believe yeah. it must be pronounced, is uh, Tom Cruise's character in Interview with the Vampire. Uh, uh, yeah, it has to be Vampire. Only a few oh. more. Question number seven. <coughs> Samoth. <laughs> that's, that's Vampire. 
Sabo I'm going to go band. Yeah, is a band is a band uh, member in a band called Emperor. Yeah, nice, uh, good name. Number eight, Tector Gorch. That's a tough mm, one, actually. Vampire. It sounds like it could be a band, like as an a- actual name of a band. I'm going to go vampire. Mark's gone vampire, Harry. Vampire. Yeah. Vamps. <clears throat> Again, a vampire in Buffy. One which I oh. don't remember. Uh, yeah. Question number nine, and I'll give you some extra additional exciting information about this one afterwards. Kronos. Oh yeah, that's a vampire. Don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go band just to, just to be contrary. Kronos is the guitarist in a band called Venom, and he's actually stayed in my parents' house. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Amazing. That Kronos. is classic. And uh, number ten. This has got Mark Stack written all over it. Count Grishnak. <laughs> yeah, he's in. Uh, he's in. I can't remember the band name. Uh, is that Cannibal Corpse? No, no. That, this is that's that's Burzum. His band was called Burzum. his his real name. Count Grishnak's real name is Varg Vickers. Varg Vickers. That was it. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know the exact scores. I couldn't be bothered to add them up. But I'm pretty sure Mark probably about just about edged that. Yeah. That's that's just his knowledge of that whole black metal scene. Such a fan of the black metal. Yes, that's what he's into. I really am. Well, that is it from another <laughs> superb week of movie men action. I think you can all agree, as we can, that it's just getting better and better. <laughs> the less of you that listen, the better the better it becomes. Yeah, your loss. So, <laughs> yeah. um, didn't Vars Vicar? Didn't he do something mad, by the way? Oh yeah, Varg Vickens killed Euronymous. Yeah, he killed Euronymous. Yeah, who's further uh, earlier on the list? He yeah. murdered him. And then um, <laughs> for black metal reasons. <laughs> Yeah, and they've done loads of like church burning and stuff, and they're all in like what, Norway. Oh, they've done church burning. They're done all in like Norway. Burning. They're always they're all in Norway, and Finland, and stuff. Anyway, let's tie up this loose end that is the podcast for another week. We'll catch you next time for the dead zone. In the meantime, we're going to go and burn down some churches. <laughs> <laughs> Callum looks a bit like a retired black metal band. No, he looks like a current drummer. Hello, like what? He looks like a current metal drummer. The current mm. metal drummer. You know the ones you that like the have, metal like, drummer, the ones that have realised that like, yeah, because the, there's always like one in the band that's like not as like r- ludicrously metal. So like someone that just <laughs> has a beard, and, a beard and normal hair, and like yeah. wears pretty pretty normal clothes, and then the rest of them are just yeah. all in black vests. Like, with he would fit down. in. He would fit in in the band only when the band are surrounding him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was they just think he's the manager. Yeah, that's so true. And they could also double up as like a normal dad. They're almost like always else. the drummer. Almost always yeah. the drummer. It's like back in the day when it was like all the punk rock bands were. Yeah. Look, all look like good looking young men and then they just have some fat skanky bassist wearing like a flame shirt and like, like a beads. bowling shirt and a flame shirt <laughs> and, and had like spiked hair always spiked hair always spiked hair